Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts this is paris Hey guys, so we are back with another Wellness Wednesday. Today we have the legend, the icon, Deepak Chopra. I thought you were going to say me. But... <laughs> and the other icon, Lucas Gage. Let's do this. Hi Paris, so nice to be with you again. Nice to be with you again as well. This is my friend Lucas. Hi, I'm such a big fan of you. I just did your 21 day meditation with Oprah and you changed my life. So I'm obsessed with you. <laughs> Thank you, Luca. <laughs> so you've been a pioneer of mindfulness and meditation for decades. Did you ever imagine it would gain the popularity it has now? I did not, Paris. I started my journey almost 45 years ago and uh, discovering what are now called the molecules of emotion like serotonin, opiates, oxytocin, um, and so on. And I knew there was a connection between mind, spirit, and body, but there was no proof. Now we know that meditation and mindfulness 
actually changes your gene expression. We did a study with Harvard and UCSF and Scripps and the Chopra Foundation, which is a nonprofit. And in a one-week retreat, we found that people who were doing these practices, the genes that cause uh, anti-aging and the genes that cause healing and self-regulation and homeostasis went up some 17-fold. The genes that cause uh, inflammation associated with chronic disease like Alzheimer's, etc., cancer went down. The level of the enzyme telomerase, which controls how we age, went up 40%. So during this one week, at least, we showed reversal of aging. So now we are launching something called the longevity experiment to see how if we combine meditation, mindfulness with something called signal molecules, which are molecules that help DNA repair itself and also uh, realign and regulate metabolism, we could extend health span and longevity almost indefinitely. Wow, that's fascinating. I need to do this. <laughs> I have a question for you, Deepak. Um, in your 21 day, there's one that really sticks with me. There's there's a mantra or a thing that you say about talking about connecting to your childlike playfulness and naivety. That one is one of my favorite ones that you do. And afterwards, there's a mantra that you give us. And I have a little bit of trouble with this mantra, but there's something that Paris used to say when I used to watch her as a kid that was very playful and fun. And it was Sana Sa. And could I use that as the mantra after that that could connect me to this playfulness? Like, Sana Sa. Of course you can. Of course yes. you can. The mantra is just an instrument to anchor you into mm -hmm. the experience and that memory. So if you if that memory uh, elicits wonder, curiosity, playfulness, joy, then that's your anchor. Use it. And why do you think that we get rid of our playfulness and our wonder and our curiosity as we get older? Why does that diminish? It's called education, which is information <laughs> overload. The original meaning of education is educore, to bring out what is already at the core of a human being. So there's a saying in the meditation traditions, every child that is born is proof that God has not yet given up on human beings. But God has competition. It's called education. Our education now is not bringing out what the potential is, but loading people with information. If I need information, I can Google it. I don't need to go to school to for it. And yet our school systems are totally screwed up because they're not, they're not bringing out the full potential that is there in any child. All you have to look at a child and see wonder, curiosity, playfulness, joy, uh, love, empathy, compassion, sparkle in their eyes. And then you say, no, 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 this is your name, Lucas. You're Christian. This is the school you go to. And this is your economic status. Now you're screwed. Mm -hmm. oh, well, I'm glad that I dropped out early, but I definitely still <laughs> was affected by a lot of this education. And I think it, it did diminish some of the joy and some of the wonder and curiosity. That's it, yeah. I think one is that's one of Paris's secrets. She still 
has that innate. Uh, she does. Uh, yeah. Yes. That's why we all love her. I love yes. you. <laughs> Flower child forever. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Just like, I don't know, I've always felt like I have that childlike quality and I feel like a kid at heart always. And I don't know, I think that's just like a great way to be because when you lose that, Absolutely. I feel like you lose yourself. Yep. And it's Absolutely. boring and beyond. <laughs> Um, so do you think like all the stress of the pandemic and everything that's happened over the past two years has caused people to want to learn more about meditation and healing? Yes. You know, there, there have been many, uh, many pandemics in the last three years. One is, of course, COVID. The second is a lot of people lost their jobs. So there was a financial uh, pandemic. But the most important pandemic was stress, which is the perception of threat, where they feel unsafe, whether it's psychologically, emotionally, or anyway, financially. And that really was aggravating even what was happening with the pandemic. So our research showed that those who were stressed, those who had chronic illness like diabetes, heart disease, cancer, those who were depressed, those who were anxious, and those who had inflammation uh, were more prone to um, getting sick from the pandemic. Now you say elderly people, yes, but what about the young people who some of them were dying, some of them were in respirators? They had what are called inflammatory storms. Their body was flooded with inflammation, uh, which is their bodies on fire, metaphorically speaking. And all of them had severe anxiety and depression at the same time. Now, our research also shows that low-grade anxiety and low-grade depression and low-grade inflammation predict disease by decades. So if you catch them early, then you can actually prevent that from happening. And that is one of the things that we're engaged in right now. You know, you start to give people the experience of um, what it is to be joyful. I don't know if you know this, Paris, but right now, the second most common cause of death in teenagers is suicide. Uh, Every 40 seconds, somebody in the world is dying from suicide. And we've started through our foundation, a campaign uh, called Never Alone, where we don't want anyone ever to feel that they're isolated. And we give them attention appreciation, affection, joy, and acceptance, and then they create their own communities. The answer to everything, everything, all human suffering is a pandemic of joy. And that's what we should be all doing, creating a pandemic of joy. I love that. Me too. That's incredible. I hope the next pandemic is joy. (laughs) Me too. Well, help us spread it. You're doing it already by by having me on your podcast. So I'm grateful. We're grateful to have you on here. Well, yeah, we're grateful to have you. You're, you're so accomplished and you're constantly busy doing so many podcasts. Um, do you ever get stressed out and anxiety about all of your to-do no, You know, I ask myself only two, three questions. Is it fun? Number two, am I hanging out with people who are fun to be with? And number three, does it alleviate suffering? If I can say yes to all those three, I do it. There's no stress. I love that. I, I need to incorporate that. I, 
I'm an actor. I'm not as cool or important as Paris, but uh, sometimes my thoughts and my anxiety get in the way. Like at work, I sometimes think that, and I have to remember what you teach is like, we are in our thoughts and we are in our body. But in the moment, it's hard to disconnect from your thoughts when you're thinking, am I bad at this? Do I suck? Am I messing up? What would you suggest in those moments? Because you can't tell yourself, just don't think these thoughts. Don't be stressed out. Don't be anxious. It makes it worse. What do you do in those moments? Lucas, you're not the first one. You know, I used to work with Michael Jackson and I've worked with a lot of people who are very famous for their talent, you know, either as singers or as performers or actors. And they all, all, 100% of them have what is called performance anxiety. And so within limits, that's a good thing because it is the wisdom of insecurity that makes you want to achieve more and more, right? But if you have too much of it, then you judge yourself only as your last big hit. And, you know, if you have had a few hits, big accomplishments, then you become nervous. Am I going to be able to do it again? And so when that performance anxiety goes out of control, then it's damaging. A little bit is good. It makes you perform better. You know, as I said, I call it the wisdom of insecurity. But then my advice to you is when you're performing, be in the process. Don't be thinking about the result. Okay, it's like when I'm enjoying a good song, I'm not thinking of the end of the song, right? Mm -hmm. I'm enjoying the song. When you dance, you're not thinking, when is this going to end? You're dancing. So when you're performing, just perform with passion. With what, What is, be a PhD in performance called passion, hunger, and drive. That's it. Oh, I love that. Be in the process. Don't be result orientated. Right. I need you in my ear at all times. <laughs> all right. This is Paris. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. 
oldest girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes about six million approximately 11 million dollars nearly 10 million dollars was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry she would probably have sex with one of her clients hide your money in your old rich men because <laughs> she is on the prowl listen to queen of the con season five the athlete whisperer on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts So your new book is called Abundance, The Inner Path to Wealth. What does abundance mean to you and how can we have abundance in times of fear and insecurity? Okay, so, you know, interestingly enough, the thought came to me to write this book after I heard a lyric from Bob Marley, which said, some people are so poor, all they have is money. And I started to think about that. You know, I started to think, can money buy you true love? The answer is no. Can money buy you compassion, insight, intuition, imagination? Can money buy, get rid of the fear of old age, infirmity, or even death? And the answer is no. So 
then I started to do some research on what makes people happy and feel abundant and actually found there's something called the happiness equation. So the happiness equation has three things. One's your set point in the brain. And that is some people who are people who are unhappy, they're always condemning, complaining, criticizing, playing the victim. On the other hand, people who are happy, they always seek opportunity, even in the midst of um, uh, adversity, but they also give each other and themselves attention, appreciation, affection, and acceptance. Money is important in order to have an abundant life too. But if it becomes your identity, then you confuse yourself with your selfie. I like to say that you're not yourself, you're yourself. And so your net worth and your self-worth are two different things. If you think your net worth gives you self-worth, then you should seriously think about it. So money adds about 10 to 12% every day in our happiness experience. The third component is the choices we make every day. So there are two kinds of choices we make every day. One's for personal pleasure, things like, you know, alcohol or shopping or entertainment or sex. And these make us happy too, but only for a short time. And then we have to repeat the same experience. And if we have an addictive personality, then we might get addicted to what is called pleasure. And now pleasure becomes painful. So we should make choices for personal pleasure, but within moderation. There's another kind of choice we make, and that is for what people call fulfillment. And you get fulfilled when you have meaning and purpose in life. But the fastest way to be happy is to make another person happy. And so when mm -hmm. I looked at that equation, then I said abundance is generosity of spirit. It comes from our source and it includes money, but it also includes love and belongingness. It includes, um, it includes meaning and purpose. It includes creative insight, intuition, insight. It also includes the grace of as you grow older, you don't stop growing old. And ultimately, it includes finding your true self, which is timeless, which goes beyond the fear of death. So that's true abundance. And money is one component. Yeah, I agree, I agree with I that completely. That. I think that money definitely does not buy happiness, but making others does. Like for me to make someone yeah. smile and make someone happy and be the reason for it makes me so happy. And that's something that I do every single day of my life. Well, you're a good example. Millions of people would say that. Thank you. She is. <laughs> I love you. I love one of your quotes that you have that the first, the first year to the 25th year is for growing and learning and 25 to 50 is for the fame and the success. And then 50 and Everything after that is your true self when you're really getting to know yourself. Yeah, but the the 25, first 25 is learning, education. Yeah. Second 25 is fame and fortune. Third 25 is giving back. And fourth 25 is what we call self-realization, getting in touch and being intimate with your soul. So you go beyond the fear of death. It's called self-realization. So these are called the four phases in my tradition. I'm already in my fourth phase. And I'm well, very you look so good. A, you look amazing. <laughs> and you take such good care of yourself. And it shows. And 
yeah, I, I struggle with that. I I'm, I'm sure I'll get better with it in age, but I definitely have a fear of death and a fear of growing old. You, you will get over it if you get in touch with your true self. And that's my life's work now, helping people get in touch with their true self, go beyond their selfie and find themselves. The body mind is your selfie. It's not who you are. Well, I know that you offer a bunch of steps to this, like the yoga and the meditation and focusing your energy. But um, like, what is, what is, what do you think like the first tool you would give in staying present would be if you, if someone was just starting in this practice? Just stop once in a while and ask yourself, am I present? That's it. That's simple. Am I present right That's now? That's simple. Am I present right now? Asking that question brings you into the present. You know, I just realized when I said that, I, I just took a breath and realized I wasn't even breathing. There you are. <laughs> so, it's so interesting. Yeah. So watch your breath too. Your breath is a sign of whether you're present or not. You know, be wow. with your breath. You know, this is the Buddha's original teaching. You know, he got in touch with his breath. And if nothing else, take 24 hours just to focus on your breath. Take a day off and focus on your breath for about two or three hours. If you can do it or even one hour, then get into the habit of stopping once in a while and being aware of your breath and asking that same question. Love that. Thank you. I feel like it's so hard for me to do that as well. Like I'm so ADD, like I can't even do yoga. I can't meditate. I can't relax. Like my mind is moving so fast. There's like so many things happening. Like how, like how do you relax and like meditate? Cause I literally have no idea. Well, right now, Paris, there are so many aids, including artificial intelligence apps. We have an app called Chopra, Chopra Global. We teach meditation in with online, but uh, as you, I know you are very big in this whole metaverse NFT world. We are creating something called MetaHuman Apps, and we just finished an immersive experience, our foundation, with the Van Gogh Museums and something called Lighthouse. So you can go into the museum for about a half-hour show, and you can have the same experience uh, that you would with deep meditation. Mm -hmm. And uh, as we enter this so-called metaverse uh, with uh, all that's happening in the NFT community and the artists, I think there'll be very many ways to get people into the same space. Some people get through that space uh, through music, some people through dancing, some people through yoga, some people through breathing, some people through poetry some people through visual art, some people through uh, this new uh, digital art. So when we bring it all together, I think uh, there's no one way to get into that space, but the space is always available to you. It's the space between your thoughts. So the, it is your thought that messes you up, you know, but there's a space between every thought. The more we can expand that space between thought or between breath, or between any perception and these new technologies that are immersing, emerging, I think we'll be able to do that uh, with things like Oculus, but even in real time, you know, by entering into a studio that offers that ability. You know, you and I were in Dubai last time when we spoke, 
but that in dubai they are creating something called the museum of the future mm. i was there uh, 3 weeks ago and they are creating these spaces in the museum where without an oculus you could have the same experience mm, i want to check that out i'm like obsessed with the net metaverse so, and nfts and everything so i definitely want to check out that project and also go to this other museum that sounds epic Mr. Chopra, I was at the uh NFT Metaverse Museum in Amsterdam the other week in Paris actually has an exhibit there for NFTs yes. and it was the coolest thing I've ever seen. I was yeah. freaking out. <laughs> yeah, we did something called uh, Love. it's NFT for good. So we just raised money for Amelia Clark for brain injury and brain trauma. We're now through NFTs raising money for rescuing bears from mongolia for starting a school in um, nepal and also for actually creating a show where the great apes come to rescue humanity because humanity is sleepwalking its way to death so anytime you want mm-hmm. uh, any association with us nft for good we're there to serve you i would love That's that That's so cool Paris isn't it's correct me if i'm wrong but wasn't yours about mental health and about your escape the pink room when you were in a dark place and that was your escape Yes that was just kind of like this place that i would go to when i was dealing with trauma and the abuse that i was suffering at these schools and it was kind of like this safe place that i created so i, I love nfts that you know really represent something yeah, like well, that you've been enormously gifted and actually doing some of the best nfts there are yeah. right now and making them helpful for the world so you're a, you're a role model for all of us thank you that means so much coming from you <laughs> this is paris hey girlfriends it's me carol fisher i'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of the girlfriends In season 1, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend Bob. At one point a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent 9 years in Gail's grave and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season 1, like my producer Anna. Oh my god. My friend Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy. but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> What? I can't believe this. Listen to season 2 of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime podcast, To Live and Die in LA. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called to die for. Here's a clip. 
oldest girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by oldest girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hormozzi, Layla Hormozzi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Seven Slitting Questions. Yes. What is your life slogan? Heal. Love that. Sunrise or sunset? You can't tell the difference. I love that. Yes. Do you believe in ghosts? I think we're all ghosts. By the time I see you, the one that I'm seeing is not there. It takes a little moment to, by the time you hear my words, you won't, um, those words have disappeared. So everything we're looking is a lucid dream in a vivid now. We are living in ghost land already. There are only ghosts. Ghosts are symbols (laughs) of whom I'm true. (laughs) That is so trippy. You're so right. And 
I'm shook right now. I'm They're shook. All, and I'm all of us are fictional characters in the collective dreamscape. So oh, yeah, we are, we're in a video game. That's right. We're in a simulation. So that's what the metaverse is, the real metaverse. Oh, my God. Yes. I love you. I love well, you. Okay, what is your favorite body part? <laughs> I think we don't have body parts. They're, they're actually activities of the whole. So I would say... The very idea of a body part is a misperception. It's a magical lie. But if I had a favorite body part, it would be the brain because it controls all the other body parts. We're not our thoughts. Our thoughts are us. We're not our brain. We're not our body, but our bodies are. We're, our bodies aren't in the world. The world is in our body is what you're saying, right? right? The world is in, no. You're not no. in your body. Your body is in you. You're not in your mind. Your mind is in you. You're not oh my in the God. world. The world is in you. You are the creator and the user of your mind, your brain, your body, which is projecting as the world out there. Wow. Wow. Okay. I, I see what you're saying. Um, would you want to hear a harsh truth, even if it was unflattering or caused suffering? I think it's very important to be immune to criticism and not be offended by it, but to take it as feedback. So I would not be offended. If you're offended by criticism, then you'll be offended for the rest of your life. You'll be at the mercy of every stranger on the street. <laughs> How often do you floss? I floss all the time whenever I brush my teeth, yeah. Hot. That's hot. That's all right. We love a healthy, we need, clean, we need, clean. We need to floss our brains too. Yes. I need to floss my soul. Yes. No, the floss is soul is always pure. It's the mind, the brain that needs the floss. I don't know if mine is pure, honestly. <laughs> no, no. No, no, thank you. It will be after this. Thanks. I do. I'm truly with my two biggest icons and legends right now. I, I feel so grateful to be in the at same meta room with you two. Wow. <laughs> yes. And our last living question is, what is your favorite holiday? I'm on a perpetual holiday. Uh, I think my vocation is my vacation. So every moment is a holiday for me. You know, the word holiday comes from the word holy day. So every day is holy. I like it. We should start treating every day as a holiday. I That's think we'd it. be a much joyful world. Yeah, celebrative. The life is to be surprised. You know, that we take our life and our existence for granted is the biggest mystery to me. If you're perpetually surprised, with existence holiday every moment i like that that's one of the that. quotes I, I in my you. book and one of the quotes is you should treat every day like it's your birthday yeah <laughs> every day is a new day every moment is new look out look at the world as if for the first time guys i think that we need to do a wellness retreat with the two of you and i think the whole world would be such a better place. If oh, it would be an honor. Let's do it whenever you guys are ready. Let's do it. I'm ready. I'm ready okay. too. Let's go. <laughs> well, thank you so much. We're so honored uh, to have you, you on thank here. Thank you, both of you. Lucas, thank, thank you. you, Paris. 
and stay in touch, okay? Definitely. Will do. Okay. God we'll bless. See you soon. God bless. Bless you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So that was so much fun. And Lucas, I loved doing that with you. I can't wait to do more. And um, yes. <laughs> Me too. Thank you. Sliving. Sliving. See you guys soon. Thanks for listening to This Is Paris. We love hearing from you. So leave us a review. Send an email to paris at iheartradio.com. Leave a voicemail at 833-87-PARIS. And follow us at This Is Paris Podcast. Bye, babes. Follow Paris at Paris Hilton and follow Hunter March, host of E's Nightly Pop at Hunter March. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my hosts as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.